0: Ayers on the Road, value-based parenting and life balance ideas from world traveling family coaches. Here's Richard and Linda Ayers. And hello, we're back with Ayers on the Road in London. (laughs) There are a lot of roads in London, and um, we've been in a few Ubers and lots of Roads have been covered by our feet. Oh my
1: gosh, Linda! When we originally lived here, way back in the day, when we were serving as mission president for three years, right here in London, the the worst thing about it, the only bad thing I can think of about it, was the roads. Speaking of ours on the road, I mean, we were. There were no, of course there was, was no, no GPS, GPS. Yeah. the roads are, were built on old car trails, they're all one ways car in different trails. places, they're narrow, and we got lost a hundred times in, in fact one, one day I picked up a very important guy in our church, I won't labor you, some of you aren't members of our church, but he was a senior guy. I picked him up at Heathrow and was driving him to his hotel and I didn't think he knew London very well and I I was lost but I was covering it pretty well
0: and and I was trying to keep
1: from you know looking lost but all of a sudden he stopped and said would you just let me out here on the corner you've been around in three circles and I'm going to get a cab
0: (laughs) And thank you very much. He was very kind, but still.
1: (laughs) Oh, but we're not going to tell London stories today, although we may at some point. We're going to tell a little different story. Those of you who listen regularly probably know that we've been naming the show's stories for the last four or five issues. We had baby stories. We had ancestor stories. We had book stories. We had England stories. And today, we're gonna do something I think all of you will really enjoy. We're gonna do Joy School Stories. Now, some of you know exactly what Joy School is. It's a preschool curriculum that goes the opposite way from early academics and has the theory that JQ, Joy Quotient, is more important to little kids than IQ. And so, Joy School is a curriculum for teaching preschoolers, various kinds of joy, from the joy of the body, to the joy of the earth, to the joy of spontaneous, spontaneous. delight, to the joy of simple goal-setting, to the joy of sharing, to the joy of serving, all these, all the things we want our kids to do, but put in the form of a joy. That's what joy school is. Right. And instead there's a lot of, of stories.
0: Instead of the math and reading and so on, and we, we did have a kindergarten supplement so that kids who... I mean, mothers who had kids that were going into kindergarten could get them ready. But it has been such a fun journey for us.
1: And if you're out there saying, well, I'm not interested today then because I'm a grandpa or I'm a grandma or I haven't had preschoolers for years, stay tuned because even though we're going to be talking about Joy School stories, the principle behind it is the whole idea of what is the most important thing for us to learn while we're here on this earth. right?
0: And what it's become uh, for one member of our family, it's kind of a fun story too, but we'll do save that for the second half.
1: Oh, okay, I don't even know what that'll be, so you can surprise me. Okay. But the idea of joy, now some people again, joy is an interesting word, because for some it's like, oh, what is that? Like some kind of happiness squared or something? What is joy? And some people were even a little cynical about it, like joy school. What do you mean? I mean, that's pie in the sky. I mean, that's not real life That's just going around looking for happy stuff, you know, but, <laughs> but it, boy, it's a lot more than, than that to us. We really believe there's a scripture that many of you are very familiar with. Some of you, not at all. That essentially says the purpose of life is to find joy. What it actually says is Adam fell that men might be and women and women and men and women are that they might have joy. In other words, men came about Adam's fall, free agency, being able to choose. All that happened that we might become mortals with agency and that we might seek this greatest goal of all of both life and eternity namely joy so in that context joy becomes really it's a small word three letters but with so many layers of meaning including the whole idea of being able to find a positive or a growth oriented perspective to everything that happens the good and the bad the happy and the sad so it's a encompassing big word to us
0: it is an amazing word as many of you know and sometimes the greatest joy comes from the depths of sorrow and there are so many applications of joy in our lives but we just i mean originally it sounded kind of goofy joy school (laughs) you're gonna have a joy school but (laughs) actually it is pretty amazing because it's it's expanded to maybe Quarter of a million families no, half,
1: now half a million families now have done joy school in one form or another probably more than that that's how many have actually joined officially joy school and right. paid a small dues it's like a co-op everyone shares the cost of the materials which are pretty extensive i mean songs stories games exercises all kinds of things designed for 3 and 4 year olds to help them learn Joy. But the beauty of it is, Linda, that it's the parents and the grandparents who teach the joy that really are the beneficiaries. They're the ones that learn the joy. Well, we are
0: so delighted. This week, our youngest daughter, Charity, is living here in London, as you know, maybe if you've listened in the last few weeks. and uh, We're here
1: awaiting the birth of her twins. We
0: are. And um, she has started a joy school, at least with friends. And um, they have managed to find eight moms who are willing to meet together. But now we're in the middle of COVID here, as well as there, as you might guess. And
1: London's been locked down. And London's been locked down.
0: So now nobody from other outside families can come into your house. And so last week, you can be outside, so last week they had Joy School with, there were only six that came, I think. But
1: in a six. little park. In a
0: little park, in a little gazebo that was covered.
1: With a roof and rain from coming rain. down. <laughs> and, and these three little, there were three-year-olds, all of them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, except for our little grandson, still two and there's one other two. Well, but he's
1: very advanced and of precocious, course, yeah. of course. I'm sure
0: the other one was too. But All anyway, right. <laughs> they it was such a delight for us to see Joy School still alive and well with our children. She's our last daughter. This this may be one of our last joy school groups, but it has it was so fun to see those adorable little sweethearts just responding to their names and Responding to the songs and the lessons, and they are so adorable. They
1: opened with one of the one of the best songs, I think. Oh boy, I've got joy, I do. Do you? It starts in my head, my heart, and spreads to my head in a minute or two. Okay, you want me to and go then, on? No, no, no. <laughs>
0: but um, it really has been a joy in our lives. But wow, we started this. Many, many, many years ago. Let's see how many years ago? Well, it be we now? started it
1: when our children were preschoolers, Showing and that them. that's probably the first story we should tell, honey, is that uh, it came about in a really interesting way. we were We were young parents with three young children living in McLean, Virginia, a suburb of washington, d c. And boy, was that a hotbed for preschool. We, we would get something every day in our mailbox. Well, box.
0: before Saren, our youngest, was born... We found a flyer on our front door that said if you don't enroll your child in our preschool right get now, on our waiting list. you will list. never have a chance to get in and essentially, essentially, your child will <laughs> never get to Harvard.
1: <laughs> this is where you start your quest for Harvard, by getting your unborn child on the waiting <laughs> list for our hotshot preschool. And we, we were a little overwhelmed, we were, we thought, we recognized excesses when we saw it and we're like, wait a second, I mean, there's all these hotshot, competitive, early academic preschools competing for kids and, and promising that this will be the key to their academic success. And we, we just felt like pulling back and saying, wait a minute, we're not even sure that we want our three-year-old to learn to read two years early or to do square roots when they're four or whatever it is that these schools are offering. And, and that begged the question, What is the most important thing you can teach little children? We were like so many parents reading the literature that said, hey, your child in the first five years of life will learn half of what they learn in their whole life. I mean, this is when there's like sponges, they will absorb anything. So we were pretty, I don't know how you'd say it, we were pretty intense about what is it we're gonna teach them? What do we focus on as preschoolers? Do we ship them off to some Uh, preschool or do we think hard about what it is we want them to learn?
0: Right and now it's interesting because uh, we lived in England obviously for three years when our children were preschoolers, but they start school here at four. It's mandatory. They go to school at four. They
1: call it reception.
0: Reception and it's like kindergarten but it's uh, for four-year-olds and so um, it's pretty amazing. Um, it is like a nursery school for a lot of the time, I'm sure, because they're just little. But the parents are so uh, adamant that their child, you know, be yeah, the best, be in the class best,
1: and, and get in the best and school, get in the
0: best schools. Oh my goodness! And this is across the U.S. as well. They're everybody's moving into an area where where the schools will take their child sure, because sure. they live in the boundaries. And Charity said, we were so clueless when we got here, we, that never entered our minds. And now they're going to a preschool that is yeah. a multicultural and may not be as
1: structured academic.
0: or academic as some, and They are delighted. But they love that. it. Yeah.
1: But, but actually it's good you said that Linda because we are, many of you listeners know we're back in London now. Here for the birth of our youngest child's twins, we but, said that already. well, but I wanted to remind you because what the story, this first story we're telling you happened just before that first move to London, when we were living in suburban Washington D.C. and trying to figure out what do we want to teach them. We got together with some other parents, and I'll always remember this night, and and we threw out the question, hey, what do we do with these preschoolers? What's the single most important thing? And it was this is an oversimplification of the discussion, but essentially we said, well, that the goal, the real, the highest goal, the best thing, we'd just like them all to be happy. That's more important than a lot of the other things that schools are teaching. And what we meant by that is if we can prepare a child to have a positive response to the world and to be able to share and listen and get along and fit in and all those sort of social and emotional joys, that we started calling them joys, if we can give those to a preschooler, that's gonna be a greater gift than any other kind of early education we could give. And at first, like you said, Linda, that seemed like, oh, well, roddy-dah. we'll make them happy. How in the world do we do that? But then we actually went to work on it and said, let's take joy and divide it up. What are the different components What are the different types of joy if you will and we started listing them you know the joy of the body the joy of just being alive the joy of having a friend the joy of sharing something the joy of being a little self-reliant the joy of learning to tie your shoe or some other simple goal and we we were really thinking what where do we feel satisfaction or joy and how can you, which, how many of those can be simplified down to a basic level so basic that a child could learn it?
0: Yeah, it was amazing. And actually, at first, um, we, we found that it was incredible what the response was. Parent, that is what parents wanted. And at first, we used to have to print the plans out. We did manuals eventually. We mimeographed the first Then we started printing them. Then we had tapes, cassette tapes that we sent out. We literally sent them through the mail for the first little while. And now it is so easy because it's online. We're still doing it. JoySchools.com with an S.
1: Well we want to tell you some of these stories but the first story is we decided to write a book called Teaching Your Children Joy and that's where we'll pick up and tell you what that led to when we come back right after this short message. We'll be right back.
0: Welcome back to Ayers on the Road. Here's Richard and Linda Ayer, And we're back with Ayers on the Road. And feeling a lot of joy today,
1: Telling joy school stories, And, and there are some real stories here. We wrote this book called Teaching Your Children Joy, which didn't actually have chapters, it had months. The first month, you teach the joy of the body, the second month, the joy of spontaneous delight, and so on through the year, through the 12 months. And we were pretty happy with the book, and it was the book, then what happened somewhat spontaneously is we started getting letters from moms, mostly, some dads, saying, we think this is what we wanna teach our preschoolers and we think it should be a curriculum, we think it should be a school, we think it should be a, an, an alternative idea for preschool education.
0: Well, essentially, we, want, we need more, we need activities, we need art, things that go with it, yeah. we need stories, we need-
1: We can't make all this up ourselves. Music, yeah. everything. And as luck would have it, we were, and this leads into what you were saying earlier, Linda, and to where we are today. We were called or were assigned to come to London and lead our church's activities in the southern part of London. And so we were in the middle of this. We had just done the book and we were thinking about whether we wanted to go any further. I was a management consultant, Linda was a musician. We thought we're just going to take a break from our careers and go out and do this church assignment for three years. But then an idea occurred to us, and I remember exactly where we were, Linda. We were in a snowstorm on our way between Logan and Bear Lake in Utah, and it was snowing, and we couldn't go very fast. And And your mother was
0: so unhappy with her job. We were trying to think of what we could do. She was managing the pink ladies at the hospital, which is an admirable job, but she was not enjoying it. It was a lot of pressure for her and her husband had died when she was a young
1: 38,
0: 38 years old
1: and, and her major and her true love was early high early childhood education so there we were driving along in that snowstorm and suddenly it occurred sort of to both of us at once why don't during the 3 years we're gone why don't we turn this book teaching your children joy with these outline of 12 different types of joy that preschoolers can learn why don't we turn that over to my why don't we find a building create a school call it a joy school and see if over the course of three years she can do this really massive task of taking the concepts of this book and actually turning it into a full-on curriculum for a full school year and she did she it. She did it. She Bless was her
0: magnificent. Heart. She was born to do this. She is so great with little children. You know, my mom was a baby girl. She loved those infant yeah. babies. Yeah. But your mom loves the three. Oh, she loved
1: the preschool, and boy.
0: she just absolutely did a magnificent job of that. And then, but then since then, when we decided we were going to actually take it beyond that, because it was working in the physical school, but take it beyond it and get it so that mothers could just do it in their own homes as a
1: co-op. Well, let let Um, me, before you get, I know you're going to mention the other people that contributed. Yeah, I am. But just one more thing before you get to that, because that, that was the really, that is the key evolution, Linda, that we got to a point where we're like, we can't just create little, we can't go around buying buildings all over the place and creating physical joy schools, we we want to have moms do the teaching in groups. But before we get to that, um, I just will never forget that time. We had a few months before we left for England. We'd turned this over to my mom. We'd found this building and converted it, painted the walls, taken out, and made, made it into stunning put hippos on the walls, elephants for on the these walls, kids.
0: I sewed curtains, it was wild.
1: But we had to get kids signed up, and, and it, this was a new concept, and, and we didn't know for sell. And we went to work, I remember we were on the phone, night and day, trying to introduce this content. Oh my gosh, talk community.
0: about a startup.
1: We got that a, was wild. We got a hot air balloon, a big, we rented one, a hot air balloon, and. And I dressed like a clown. <laughs> this is true. You, you can't make you can't make this relax, stuff up. And, and I went up in this balloon up above the community, waving at people from my clown suit out of the basket of this huge hot air balloon. <laughs> and we had a big sign on the hot air balloon to Joy School. And actually that worked. People started coming over. To, what on earth is that? Let's go see. And I was looking down and people were coming over. And Linda and my mother were down there saying, well, this is a joy school. Here's what we do and here's what the curriculum is and look at the school and come in and have a look. And before you know it, she had was it four different classes. She called them the red class, the green class, the blue class, each with 20 kids. And she had some assistants that helped her. And she began, they were the guinea pigs to make it work she began using different methods experimenting by then we had gone to to London to England and we were keeping in touch with her by letter by the old snail mail before emails or
0: anything and
1: she was saying well here's a song or I've come up with this story or whatever and that's when I think getting to what you were saying Linda we realized hey if this if this is going to go big worldwide if these Stories. If this concept is as good as we think it is, we've got to have moms be the teachers, and that's where that's where you were picking up. It needs to become a co-op, a right. neighborhood little joy school that anyone can do.
0: Well, I mean, your mom you know, absolutely can do the whole thing herself. But mom started coming out of the woodwork, saying, "I'll I'll do the I'll do the music. I've got some great music ideas. I'll do the art. I'll do some great." And I'll do the stories. I'll I'll help this week. Honestly, these moms just poured in with it was the a most grass-roots, wonderful ideas. A true yeah.
1: grassroots, spontaneous effort of parents coming together and saying, "Let me help. I've got a skill. I can use it. I can contribute." You know.
0: Right. And you know, it's it's not quite the same now. It was a moment in time when um, the kids were home a lot with their kids, and preschools were fair, few and far between. But and now it's very different. They're everywhere, but it is so interesting that we still have a really core group every year that is willing to do this. And this year we wondered, would we have yeah. parents who could do this in their homes because of COVID? Some have decided yes, and some have decided not. And then as charity, as I told you about, their group is just meeting outside. I don't know how long that can last or I don't know how long the rules will you know, keep them from going in a home. But
1: well, we've but on, had, the, on the, excuse me, on the I, other, go ahead. I was
0: just going to say, we've had uh, parents in New York, we've had daughters-in-law in New York who did Joy School, and they just brought those little kids on two different bus routes and brought them to one little 700-foot apartment and, and did Joy School. It's pretty, It's been pretty fun to watch.
1: Well, and what we're finding this year, just jumping to the present for a minute, is that... Uh, with COVID and with kids with parents finding unexpectedly long and somewhat unwelcome stretches of time with all their kids at home, because they can't go to school. This joy school has expanded up the age scale a little, and we're getting notes from people saying, Hey, that joy school stuff works great for a six year old or for a seven year old. You can teach it on a different level and it gives us something constructive to do. And it's making our family a little bit happier. But going back again, Linda, one of the things that, that I think I remember so fondly is just how um, how once we, st- well, at first, we actually used to rent a little, if you happen to know the Salt Lake City area up by the state capitol up on the hill, there's a little memorial church, an old historic church called the White Memorial Chapel. And when we came back from our mission, and we saw this brilliant curriculum in pretty much in shape and ready to go out to people what we did is we started printing them this is back in the days of printing I mean there wasn't any way to send this out electronically xeroxing, actually. even xeroxing at first <laughs> oh. and then printing but we started having a monthly meeting in that little chapel and it soon overflowed we didn't have enough room in there because the parents would come every month we'd talk okay the joy for this month is the joy of setting a simple goal here are the lesson plans here are the stories here are let's let's go through it let's learn let's do this together and then they would actually pick up their materials and go out to their groups and we found they found i mean we were just watching a lot of this they found that if they had between 4 and 6 families usually in, in practicality four to six moms Rotating as the teacher, so one mom teaches this week. Two days a week is just how often Joy School. Yeah, at. just two
0: and a half hours ne- twice a
1: week. Next month is this mom. Next month is this mom. So your next kids are week. next week. So your kids are either with you, or they're with your very best friends who you trust the most. They're the ones teaching your children, and the mom, here was a big benefit. You speak to it better than I can, honey. But we started hearing from moms who said, this has brought us together as moms. We have a moms meeting every month where we plan, we commiserate with each other, we talk about our preschoolers. It's a mutual support group like yeah. nothing else.
0: Yeah, we had a little outline for the moms meeting at the first of the manual. And, and and of course, these bright young mothers just picked up on that and did it better than we'd even planned. I mean, they were absolutely marvelous. Um, I do have to say that it, it has been some of the best memories of our life from, uh, I don't know, finger painting with shave, shaving cream to, you know, all kinds of fun, fun, <laughs> exciting things that we can all, everybody will never Well, forget. the
1: Joy of Spontaneous Delight was my favorite unit, because, I mean, they would pop popcorn without a lid, and they would dance in the rain, and they would finger paint with shaving cream. It was probably the messiest unit, too, but lots of joy. <laughs>
0: Well, and the sharing and service one was my favorite because everybody always lives near a care center.
1: Oh yeah. And
0: we would do, there's a little nativity play that the kids could do without saying a word. You know, there's no memorizing (laughs) scripts. But the mom would just read the script and they would just walk through this. But honestly, to see those three and four year olds doing that with their little... Performing for the old folks. Their little, you know, scarves over their heads or whatever. It was such a delight. We, they delighted a lot of people with that. And it gave them such a satisfaction. And the moms, of course, were loving it. So, I mean, we're not trying to say like, this is the only thing in the world, but it really has been so helpful.
1: Well, we've been the beneficiaries of it as we've watched people take our original idea and just make it better and better and yeah. better. And now you fast forward 20, 30 years, And suddenly, half a million families that we know of, and we're sure it's been passed on beyond that, and they're all having their own experience, tailoring it to their own needs. And the single common thread, I think, Linda, is these are parents who have adopted the philosophy that it's more important to make their children happy or joyful than it is to make them good, that the happiness leads to the good. Right.
0: And I do have to say, we've always said, this This is not our idea, this came from heaven. Yeah. Honestly, it just dropped on us, It's just the it seemed like the right thing to do, and then people have helped, and angels have shown up, it's been amazing. But so I do have to say, okay. before we close this up, that this is now going on internationally. We yeah. have a son who has started something called Joy School English, and he's teaching English as a second language
1: all over the and world. it's
0: called Joy School English, which is so fun because they're teaching values along with the language.
1: If you've become curious, it's easy to go to Joy Schools. Be sure and put an S on schools, plural, joyschools.com and learn more. But okay. the last thing I want to say, the last story that's so dear to me is whenever we speak a lot all over the world now, and one of the funnest things, will be sitting there and and are giving a speech and we'll see someone with a particularly radiant, knowing smile, or one or two, and this might be in Dubai, this might be in in Egypt, you never know, and we'll and, and I'll poke Linda and I'll say that to Joy School Mom, and sure enough, afterwards, <laughs> they come, right they up, come yeah. up, we're doing Joy School, it's and there's so a fun. bond that's amazing. But
0: you should also know, if anybody's interested, we now have a Joy School book. If you have done Joy School, we've got a book of stories that a marvelous uh, publisher just did, it's called Bushel & Peck. If you just go to bushelandpeck.com, you can get that's it for the half, publisher. Price. Yeah. Oh, that's publisher right. half price. Yeah. Publisher is bushel & Peck and get it for half price. And it's so fun to see. Um, the illustrations are so new and wonderful, but we love it.
1: Thanks for hanging in there with us, Joy School Stories. we got some more stories for you next week that will surprise you. Tune in next time for Ayers on the Road. Bye
0: bye. <laughs>